it's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we connect the dots between the spiritual, the physical, the emotional, and the intellectual facets of who we are as human beings. Um, I have as a returning guest with me, Chris Gibson, but before we get started, you know, if 2020 didn't teach us anything at all, it taught us the importance of being proactive with our health. And I often talk about Boomers Forever Young, they're a sponsor of the show. Um, If you go to my website, www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com, all of the shows are archived there as well as on the podcast platforms. But there is a link that will take you directly into Boomers Forever Young where you can watch some of the videos, you can uh, look at the testimonies, you can also read the blogs. And it is a fascinating company with world-class products. But the thing that I keep wanting people to understand is even when you have your first and your second vaccine, the vaccine will keep you uh, from probably hospitalization for sure. Um, They are supposed to keep you from dying. Those are all awesome things. But it is up to us as individuals to do the rest. We need to make sure that we are keeping our immune system low, and that means under the number one. And our, excuse me, our immune system should be at 70 or above. And we need to keep our C-reactive protein score under one. Um, And that's your inflammation level. And Chris and I know that inflammation is the source of all disease. So when you have that number under a one, you know, you've at least got a really good fighting chance to battle whatever is coming down the road your way. Um, So please go check. Again, it's www.SynergyConnection.com, radio.com. And um, look for the Boomers Forever Young link and go in and check out their products. If you decide to order something and you want to use my first name, L-U-C-Y, you will receive $5 off of each and every order. And uh, so I encourage you to take responsibility for your health. Do what you can. Now, Chris is going to talk to us this morning about post-COVID skincare. And uh, he made a comment to me before we got started here that a lot of people just kind of stopped taking care of themselves, you know, if they were going to have to shelter in place and be inside, then the skin was something that they weren't particularly interested in spending time or money on, I'm guessing. So um, he is a holistic health expert. He specializes in skincare, and he wrote a book a number of years ago called Acne Free in Three Days. And that uh, featured him on Good Morning America, The Daily Buzz, and numerous other talk shows. But today, um, he is an amazing YouTube channel coach, almost, you know, teaching people. It's still a holistic life coach. That's really kind of the thing. Right. But the focus on skincare, of course, things have changed since then. So weight loss, all that other stuff plays a role. But yeah, it's still skincare. And you have this, you know, I mean, great YouTube channel that you can instruct people. I've watched it uh, many, many, many times. And you learn all kinds of wonderful things about, you know, age spots and elasticity in the skin and collagen. And so today, you know, we're going to look at how people as they're coming out of their homes and reemerging into a social scene, how they can actually, you know, have healthy skin and look vital and look... Like you um, haven't been in a cave for the last two years, right? <laughs> exactly. So where do we start with that? Well, first of all, I'm known for starting at the end <laughs> and working my way backward. <laughs> okay. And I'm also known for talking about sunscreen. And a lot of folks have been out of practice with the sunscreen uh, part of their skincare routines. And there's good news and bad news in that. The bad news is when you when you get out of habit of something you tend to forget to do it when you start to go back out and we're in the U.S. or Northern Hemisphere going back into the summer months. So it's really important. Plus, May is Skin Cancer Awareness Month, which is a big deal for me. Um, I have friends who routinely have things cut off and have lost friends and family to skin cancer. So big, important thing for me. Uh, The good news part of it is that skin uh, or sunscreens have evolved a lot over the last several years especially mineral sunscreens now 
um, work very well in the formulations um, with glycerin and other different products, including some light tinting so that you don't get that white sheen mm -hmm. from zinc sunscreen, which is most people love mineral sunscreen with the exception of that. <laughs> they don't, especially the ladies with the makeup. Um, they don't like mineral sunscreens, but we now have Color Science who has powdered sunscreen you use on top of your makeup, like a setting powder. Really? Yes. So I had never isn't heard that, of that fascinating? So that is. a lot of good things have come about in the last couple of years in the sunscreen arena, especially after it was found that a lot of Korean sunscreens, those manufacturers had loopholes as to what 50, 40, 30 SPF actually meant. And back in starting like the end of last year into, well, still now, it's a very controversial thing. Some of the um, sunscreens that I reviewed and really liked, like Purito, um, were found not to have this efficacy that they're supposed to. In other words, when you used a 50, you weren't really getting 50 protection. And so you thought you were. So you thought you were, but you weren't. Okay. So still an ongoing thing. And then, of course, in those countries, the companies are allowed to self monitor, self monitor, <laughs> self investigate. Mm -hmm. We know how that works in our government, right? Yeah. Self investigation. <laughs> so, so, good. so yeah. So there's still a lot of distrust, uh, rightly so, with those sunscreens. But there are a lot of manufacturers in Australia, the UK, the US, and Canada that have perfectly good sunscreens that you can trust. And I'm not saying not to use your favorite Korean sunscreen. Just do some due diligence. Make sure they're not one of the ones that got pegged for having uh, sunscreen mislabeled. We'll just call it that to be nice. Um, <clears throat> so where would they go to check that out? Um, Inky Decoder, INCI Decoder, is a good website resource where you can type in a product and it goes over all the ingredients, pluses and minuses, and what the ingredients do. I use that a lot in my own research for the channel because um, I sure as heck don't know everything and they're coming out with something new every day. Mm. Every day there's some new skincare line or something. So that's a really good one. Uh, and, you know, basically just... Googling that company, looking at reviews, looking at press releases that they put out on that, um, on those issues and see what they say. You know, basically that's it. So, um, but as I say on the channel and those who watch me know, sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. Did I tell you, you need sunscreen. sunscreen right. <laughs> that's kind of what What's I'm your favorite them. one of all the ones? Um, I like Neutrogena has a sheer zinc mineral-based sunscreen both face and body i don't wear makeup so i like that sunscreen for me so is uh, it a cream or a spray? it's like it's creamy it, it the, the issue with it with people is a lot of people put on too much mm. you only need enough for good coverage you don't need a you know i just did a video on how much is a, enough of these things and really for your face a dime size or less of any sunscreen should be able to be blended across your face your ears Mm -hmm. More if you're doing your neck, which you should mm -hmm. be, the back of your neck, top mm -hmm. of your shoulders, your chest, mm -hmm. the backs of your hands. Mm -hmm. So all those need their own amounts, but it should never sit on the skin and be greasy. Right. If there's too much, you take a tissue and dab it off. Don't rub it off. Dab it off with okay. a tissue and, and uh, you still have good coverage. Uh, for ladies who wear makeup, again, I, the powdered sunscreens are probably the best. They're mineral. And who makes that one? Color Science is Color the one Science. that I like okay. a whole lot because it has a wide range of, of tints that okay. will work. And where do uh, they get those? Uh, online or colorscience.com. Okay. It's a company. So they'll be able to find that. But um, not in a store necessarily. You know, I think Ulta carries them. Okay. Ulta, maybe Sephora. Uh, that stuff changes. The pandemic really made it hard for me to... Always say which retailer has it. I have to really try to look that up. And then a lot of times they're out of stock on things. We're still seeing that a lot. Uh -huh. So online is probably your best bet. Uh -huh. If you don't trust Amazon, then go to that retailer or that uh, company's main website and order from them many, many, many times. If you're a first-time visitor, you get 15 20% off anyway. So you at least get it once uh -huh. at a discount. Uh -huh. And uh for giving them your your name and stuff, and you can always add and subscribe later. I do is, it is it true that, um, because I've heard this before and you alluded to it just now, but with Amazon, if you went to Amazon and you typed in, you know, the name of what you're looking for, that in many instances it's not that? 
Um, no, I, I generally find that it is, unless they don't have it on Amazon, mm-hmm. then it will make suggestions mm-hmm. to you of other products. That's usually the case. Mm-hmm. The issue with Amazon is that they're, and they've gotten much, much better, but for a while there, before the pandemic even, there was an issue with people ordering products from, from sellers. So a person would go out and buy the product from a company wholesale, water it down. Sometimes you didn't get what you ordered. Uh, and Amazon really cracked down on that because for you to see a, just so you know how Amazon works for you, when you type in, let's say, Purito sunscreen, you're going to see a website for Purito sunscreen, which is their website. You will also see a thing that says you may find this cheaper with other sellers. And that's what most people do because that's how we shop. And those sponsored sellers are, they call those buy boxes. And on Amazon, they're very difficult to get. You have to have really good ratings and you have to have, you know, good history. You fulfill your orders. You have a lot of complaints and a lot of returns and all that kind of stuff. So you can generally trust that. Mm -hmm. Okay. But if you're digging really deep for a price, you're going to leave those behind as you scroll down or keep looking. And you may get a seller that's not... You know, check their ratings, make because you can't fake ratings on Amazon. So if you look down there and the seller's got something you normally pay thirty bucks for in skincare, which is the average price of a skincare product, and you got it for eleven, be suspicious. <laughs> right. You know, be suspicious. Look down and make sure that they got lots and lots of reviews. They're four and five stars. Now, not every skincare product is going to work for everyone. Most people know I have a small signature line of skincare products and. You know, we tell people a patch test, but what may work for 99%, there may be that one person it didn't work for or it didn't meet their expectations. We just refund those. But, Mm -hmm. you know, that happens. So I never lay the fault of a skincare issue on the person, even though sometimes, you know, they have unrealistic expectations of how fast things work in skincare, which is not fast. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, just be careful if you're going to dig down for lower pricing, just do your due diligence. Make sure you're not getting something that's watered down right. and not going to be what you ordered. Right. Because by the time you catch it and refund it, that seller may be gone and you just may be SOL. Right, right. And I, I have heard that, especially it seems like with clothing. Yeah. Um, there's oh, clothing, of... yeah. I've had that experience where it's not what it looked like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not the size that you thought it was going to be. So... Yeah, Amazon's a great marketplace. It creates a lot of competition and it lowers prices just like a Walmart does. But you can't tangibly pick the item up and look at it, which makes it difficult. Well, and I think in skincare in particular, you know, this is something, it's not a pharmaceutical, but it's something you're putting on the largest organ in your body. Yeah, it's topical. And there are actives. And while it's not a pharmaceutical, there are many times actives that are while they are less than prescription grade, in some cases would be a prescription. So it's still a quote unquote drug. Mm -hmm. Anything according to the FDA that changes any process of health on the human body, in the human body is a drug Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's able to affect change. Well, and that's one of the reasons, you know, in my mind that when you're talking about sunscreen and here in Florida, you know, we have I should, I need a hat. I need one of those hats that have a big umbrella. I don't wear hats too often on the channel. I did when I first started because I wasn't really focusing on skincare so much. Back then it was for health and wellness and people got it. I'd say, you see me in hats. I'm never outside without a hat on here, ever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't when I lived in Dallas. Now when I lived in Pennsylvania in the Northeast, yeah. You needed something better than a baseball cap in those winters on your head. But I have always shielded my face from the sun. Mm-hmm. There are reason people that play golf wear them. There are reason people that play tennis that are out in the sun. Fishermen wear hats. And I, I suggest to guys, you're not going to lose your hair mm-hmm. if you wear a hat unless you've got it so tight that your circulation is cut off. It's going to protect your scalp and your hair and your face from mm-hmm. the sun. Well, so. and a, a lot of golfers, I guess, um, have the tops of their ears. Oh, yeah, damaged. they get cancers. Right. And and I always talk about putting the sunscreen on the ears and the back of the neck. And so, you know, th- there have been a few people on the channel, because the channel is really big now, that have said, oh, you can't, how can I take you seriously about skincare? You're wearing a hat. And I'm like, how can you not? <laughs> I think you have this backwards. One lady, one lady commented that I look like a mechanic. Really? I said, I bet your mechanic doesn't look anything like me. Skincare wise, (laughs) so I throw it back a little bit on there. (laughs) I try to be funny with it Uh because everybody has their opinions. 
Um, but but hats are good for ladies. Sun hats. I'm sorry, hats are good. It's a physical barrier between your skin and the sun, and mm-hmm. you just can't. No sunscreen can compete with shade. Mm-hmm. Sorry. They, they even have clothes. I know for like a lot of people that do fishing. Oh golf, yeah. That have sunscreen in. Yes, them. reflective. Mm-hmm. And here's here's where I learned that, and and I don't get a chance to talk about this on the channel much. Um, back in one of my previous lives, way back. Uh, in my 20s, I owned a landscaping company in Texas, and my didn't really think too much. I knew about sunscreen for me, but I didn't really think about too much of the guys. They wore the hats with the thing on the back. Mm-hmm. You know, the they still do that. You mm-hmm. see that the cloth to mm-hmm. protect their necks and their mm-hmm. back. Um, but my foreman got sun disease. Oh, he became allergic to UVA and UVB light, and he had these huge lesions on his skin. Wow. Now, he wore a hat and did the thing, but it was on his arms. He didn't wear sunscreen on his arms, and he had he had to give up his way of life. I, think, I can't remember what he went. He had to go into something else, but it was serious. I mean, he had to, could not go out in the sun without being covered. Wow. Okay. Period. And, you know, there are a lot of people that have that genetic disposition, mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not uncommon, but it's not super common. So <clears throat> I learned about... The physical barrier piece then life teaches us you know, words don't teach life teaches you so so that taught me oh you know i mean sometimes i understand why people wear long sleeves you know in arid arid countries like where it's really super dry in the desert you'll see people with the long sleeves on black and i'm like how can you wear that well this reflective material it's actually cooler mm-hmm. and it protects the black cloth absorbs the rays of the sun and keeps them off the skin. So just suffice to say, it's very important that you wear sunscreen and that physical barriers, there's nothing wrong with that. I love hats. I'm going to do some merchandise on the on the um, channel that say things like, you know, I'm good in the shade or <laughs> some funny stuff with the hats. Uh-huh. But, but I really, really, really recommend those. So um, as we look at post-COVID skincare. Yes. How do you want people to actually reopen themselves up to being yeah. out in public and being, yeah. you know, we still are supposed to do some social right. distancing, yeah. but, you know, let's get real. That should be a title of my new book, Post-COVID Skincare, Life After Maskne. <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, masks are going to be a part of things for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, in some countries, they've always been a part of life. I think that you will see, we will, even in this country, in America, in Canada, Certainly in Europe, we will see people wear masks for the rest of their lives because mm-hmm. it scared the bejesus out of them. You know, mm-hmm. they just they got too scared. It's a lot of people haven't been through this stuff, um, so I think masks aren't going to go away altogether. Well, now they are color coordinated. Yeah, they're, yeah. they've become a, an accessory, <laughs> right? Um, which is you know you can put things on them that are are kind and not so kind. But anyway, I mean that's one way to get punched in the face. Oh, that definitely is you know, because of some of the things I've seen. But anyway. Post-COVID skincare, which is something I haven't really addressed on the channel yet because we're just now getting there, but I will in the month of May because it's Skin Cancer Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. First, going back to what I said, sunscreen, very important to get back in the habit, mm-hmm. even if you have to wear it in the house. Just so you get, like brushing your teeth, you want to, if you forget, you want to go, oh, I got to go put that on and go back in the house and put it on. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that a lot of people's diets went south. Uh, there's a lot uh, of TV. COVID, yeah, COVID fifteen. Yeah, a lot of a lot of diets went south. Um, you know, we've been fortunate in Florida. Some people agree with it. Some people don't. That we've been active longer here, so it's an outdoor state. And even with COVID, you could go outside. But in northern countries, you're locked in the house because of the weather. Well, I remember yeah, that for exactly. fifteen years. You know, yeah. you're you know November through April, you just don't do anything outside. So. Two things happen is our skin care routines tend to get by the wayside. Mm-hmm. I mean, women don't feel the need to wear makeup if you're not going out. Why put? It's expensive, and why put all that stuff on your skin? The first thing you don't want to do if you've not been doing a skincare routine is jump back into the entire thing at one time. Mm-hmm. Because skincare routines generally are an evolution with a person where they finally get the right moisturizer and the right skincare acid and the right spot corrector and the right whatever they're doing over time. 
if you have not been using skincare products and you jump in and put all that stuff on your face, you're going to get a breakout probably, or you're going to get some irritation and it's not going to work very quickly to bring your skin back to where you wanted it to be. The best thing to do is to start with your moisturizer. Uh-huh. Simple cleansing and moisturizer. Simple cleansing and do that for about a week. Simple moisturizer, cleanser, um, those things. Sunscreen. <laughs> those three things. Uh-huh. Then if you're doing makeup, that's okay. I'm not, I'm not talking about makeup. Then you want to begin to add back in your skincare acids, your glycolic acid, or maybe your skin peel that you do two or three, you know, lactic acid, those type of products, dark spot correctors. You can begin using them. Um, Most people I find have not stopped retinol at night because I recommend that a lot. Um, And they kind of get that. That's something that didn't have anything to do with going out anyway. Mm -hmm. But if you have not been using retinol, you don't want to jump back into putting that on your face every single night. You want to stagger that out. One night, skip a couple nights, one night. So three times the first week. Which which retinol do you feel, I mean, price-wise and, you know, the fact that it actually works. Which one would you... I spend more time helping people figure out the right retinol for them than Mm -hmm. anything else because there's a wide range of formulations. There are retinol moisturizers. There are retinol serums. Uh, Like the Ordinary has a straight-out retinol serum. Um... It really depends on your skin. I, I, if you've not used retinol before, it's always better to go lighter with your more uh, like over-the-counter, like Olay uh, has a, you can do Olay Retinol 24. It's a mid, mid-range, but it's on the lower end of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the way up to the one I use, which is Alpha Skin Care's 0.15%, which is a strong over-the-counter retin, retinol. They're all ret, retinoin, retin-A, retinol are all retinoids. Mm-hmm. So retinoid is the actual drug, and then these are derivatives of that. Okay, Retinols so, are the lightest. <clears throat> explain flavor. what a retinoid is. Well, retinoid is, vit- is basically the derivative of vitamin A that has been shown to help reverse skin damage, okay. produce healthier cells, okay. boost collagen production, and thicken the skin. Okay. So, so using that on your face anyplace else oh, at yeah, night? Oh, yeah. I use it on my face, my ears, my neck, my arms, and the backs of my hands. Okay. And I've just started doing that on my arms and backs of the hands over the last couple of years because I'm getting older and I do have some spots, not very many, which for a person that grew up in Texas and lives in Florida the last seven years, <laughs> my skin looks really good. Even with sunscreen, we get brown here. Mm-hmm. And you can wear a 50 here. People don't believe that. If I wear a 50 at a tank top, I have a farmer tan because our skin just... It reacts to other things besides the UVA, mm-hmm. UVB mm-hmm. light. I'm not going to get skin cancer using the sunscreen. Mm-hmm. But things like heat and wind can tan the skin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, making sure that you start addressing those areas when they start to pop up, which is one of the things I've been really good at in my life. As soon as I see an issue, I'm on it. <laughs> Something starts to show up. You know, I learned that back. Uh, my first skin peel happened not because of my acne scars. I'll come back to retinol in a second. But because someone put a cigarette out of my face <gasps> in a bar. Oh, my gosh. How old friend of mine, you? Oh, I was like 24, 25. A friend of mine liked this girl across the room and sent me over there. Had been gawking her, you know, people in their 20s gawking her. And, and uh, no texting, no cell phone. So everything had to be done in person. Too shy to go over there. And I've always been outgoing. And I'll, I'll go talk to her for you. So I went over there and sat down with her where she liked me and not him. Uh-oh. So when I said my friend would like to buy you a drink, bring you over to the table, she put her cigarette out in my face, right there. So of course I had a dark mark. <laughs> it was a burn, skin trauma. Didn't go away. Didn't go away. Didn't go away. Mm-hmm. So I was already taking really good care of my skin, gotten over the acne problem, all of that stuff, and I did a skin peel, a uh, phenol-based skin peel. And there's a ton of different types, and we're not going to talk about all those on this show. That'd be a whole video. Of stuff which I am going to be doing one, but I did a skin peel and it got rid of it temporarily. They would come back because the skin trauma, the, mel- the melanin it would, moves would that up well, that. yeah, the melanin would, would reformulate mm-hmm. to protect that area because mm-hmm. I had lost some of the protection even mm-hmm. from the sun. So, mm-hmm. certainly, sun damage on that really quickly. So, I learned that skin peels that getting skin off that exfoliation, which is where we're going back to, uh, is very important. Retinols help your skin exfoliate itself naturally. 
So by using a retinol, again, not jumping into it if you've not been doing it because you're going to irritate your skin, but mm -hmm. staggering it in until you get to it every night, then you can always bump up strengths. You can go to like retinol, Olay Retinol 24 Max. You can go to the, the skincare, um, the Alpha 0.15% that I use, or you can go to your dermatologist and go up higher to Tretinoin and even Retin-A. So it really is dependent on your skin type, your skin color, how much melasma or hyperpigmentation that you have that you're prone to. All of those are determined by genetics. The thing I tell people to remember is that darkening skin is your body's way of protecting itself. Uh -huh. You should never be at war with yourself or your body. That's like, that's the thing that keeps you here on the planet. Why would you be mad at it? <laughs> you know, that's not sending a good message to your cells. And I know people tell that's a little flaky, but I really do believe in that. So... I think understanding that helped me with acne. Mm -hmm. Acne was telling me something was off in my digestion. It took me forever to figure that out because every dermatologist and everything in the 1980s was put this on your skin, bleach it out with this, do this, you know, take lots of antibiotics and all of this stuff that didn't work for Accutane. I did that twice, um, which I don't even allow you to do that twice anymore, I don't think. But it didn't work. Mm -hmm. But once I figured out it was sugar which was reacting with other things going on in my system from having taken antibiotics because I had tonsillitis when I was a kid. I had the ear infections. And doctors just doled it. Here, put them on this for a week and it'll go away. So I had to straighten that all out. And mm -hmm. once I straightened that all out, I never had a breakout again. Never had cystic acne again, which you is know, the basis for that book. You know, they got me on TV. That got you on TV. Because nothing was working. <laughs> right. Well, it, your comment a minute ago, I mean... You and I have talked about the fact that we do have 50 trillion cells in our body, and our skin is our biggest organ. But um, with those 50 trillion cells, if we really understand that our thoughts, and, and we talk a lot about the same kind of thing, but if our thoughts are generating a lot of negative, you know, because we look at our skin and we, you know, say, oh, this is terrible. Um, then the cells are vibrating at a different level right. than if you're looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, hey, I kind of like the way I'm aging. I like where I'm at. Yeah. I like the way I'm aging. Yeah. You know, I, everything is not, I don't look like I did when I was 20. People think right. I look great. They don't think I look 50. They think I look 30. Well, if you go back and look at me at 30, I definitely look different at 30. Mm -hmm. And 40 when I was on TV, I usually send people back to that. I said, just go look at me on television. I talk about I'm 40, 44 years old back then. Uh-huh. I look just as good as me now. I just don't look the same. Bone structures change. You lose some bone some places, get a little more other places, <laughs> see a little more fat one place, a little less fat the other place. Yep. You change. But if you take what, what they're seeing is a person is very consistent with skincare. I take care of things when they happen. I'm not averse to go to a dermatologist if it's something I can't figure out. I My channel is entertainment and education. Mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor. So... I would be the first one down there if I saw something funny on my arm that looked like cancer because I've lost people with that. So there's a fine line and you should you should appreciate your body protecting you, uh -huh. especially on all those late nights you're out at the bar and all the things <laughs> that you did and maybe you smoked for a while or you were in a smoky place or it got you through all of that stuff. So uh -huh. when, when, when I have people in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, which I do now on the channel, talk to me about skincare, I said, first and foremost... Be glad you're still here. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That this is a question that you're, and there are so many things you can do to improve the way your skin looks. Exfoliation, as I just talked about, using a retinol, vitamin C serum, super important over 30. I recommend people start using that in their 20s, at least the uh, lighter ones, like mm -hmm. an Olay version, which is mm -hmm. sodium, <sighs> sodium ascorbyl phosphate. Versus L-ascorbic acid, which are the stronger ones. The stronger The ones. more expensive, strong ones are L-ascorbic acid. So one of the things that I, I want you Not to lemon juice. Do not <laughs> put lemon juice on your skin. skin no. um, one of the things I want us to talk a little bit about here is, um, you know, like before the show started, we mentioned the fact that we have telomeres. You know, every one of our mm -hmm. cells has telomeres. And the telomeres are what keep you going. When they mm -hmm. are dead, when they get to the point that they no longer can support life on a cell, then that cell has what's called senescence, and it dies. Right. And so, again, your skin is your biggest organ. So we have a lot of cells throughout our body, on our skin, someplace, 
that are dying, correct? All the time. All the time. Di- dying and replacing. Dying okay. and replacing. Your whole body, every right. organ, every single thing. So the importance of then staying healthy in mind and body you know, are very critical if you want your body to continue on the cell level, you know, as a skin organ, to look good. Right. So what are some of the things, you know, besides verbal messages that we give ourselves, but what are some of the things well, maybe diet-wise? Yeah, diet. Well, for, first, let's start with the skincare thing. When you feel that way, you're much more or less motivated to do anything. Mm-hmm. You give up. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a lady who gave us a review on the skincare product, the vitamin C serum, and the puffy eyes. She's only been using it for two weeks. And suddenly her skin doesn't look like sudden change, you know. Well, and that's not any... We don't ever say that about any skincare products, certainly not the ones that I help formulate. So it's like, uh, okay. So the first thing is is you don't... You want to be motivated mm-hmm. to do this. And you want to give it... T- take pictures. Mm-hmm. So take a picture mm-hmm. when you start. And then take a picture at 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days. And, and yes... You mean I have to use a product for three months before I can really judge its effectiveness? Yeah, because it takes that long for your skin cells mm-hmm. that you're the healthier ones to get to the surface. And that's something people don't understand. Yeah, it's not like they, it suddenly shows up. Well, <laughs> no, but we the thing is, is that you know we don't realize that we've aged over time. Right. You know, we still have a whole. So we see that picture image. and go, oh. <laughs> right. And then the other thing that happens, I think, is that. Um, we are in a society of instant gratification. Yeah, it's and, called a filter. They yeah. do it on Instagram all the time. You yeah. want to look beautiful? Do an Instagram do photo an Instagram and filter photo. yourself. Exactly. So, I mean, it, it's kind of crazy, but yeah. I mean, it's it's like, to me, it's a lot like the vaccine in some ways, is everybody has sort of said, oh, now I'm going to be safe. Well, if you don't change your eating habits, if you're not sleeping any better, yeah. if you're not doing you're safe some of those from COVID, things, maybe. Well, or, you know, to some degree. To but, some degree. You know, yeah. it's a virus. It you is know. a virus, and you may still get it. So, you know, if you are proactive in caring for your skin, if you're proactive in monitoring your thoughts, if you're proactive in getting good sleep, if you're proactive in all these areas, then the skin, which is what we're talking about. Is going to respond. Yeah. Give and, it time. And every, you know, I talk about plastic surgery and I use Jennifer Lopez a lot because she's had minimal. She's gorgeous. She's had minimal yeah. things done. I think she's had a nose job to thin, thin the bone on her nose, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think she's probably done some Botox and some injectable fillers, which that's fine. You're a celebrity. That your face is your, you know. But the thing, that to me is not plastic surgery. Plastic no. surgery is a facelift and she's not had one. And she is the epitome of another person who has been very consistent mm-hmm. with her health, mm-hmm. physical fitness. I and mean, she could outdance people in their 20s and she's 51. Mm-hmm. Um, skin texture. You know, plastic surgery doesn't change this texture of your skin and it won't get rid of age spots. Mm-hmm. You can stretch it all out, but now you just got stretchier <laughs> age spots. <laughs> Bigger you know, ones. That's what I talk about. So it, when people say that stuff, it, it's annoying. <laughs> You know, I get it. Cher's had a lot of plastic surgery, but that doesn't account for her skin. So there are certain people that have learned early on. Cher learned it in her 30s because we remember that. She was very Mm -hmm. vocal about her plastic surgery back in in the 80s and 90s and what she was and was not doing. Physical fitness is a huge part of her. Jane Fonda did physical fitness. She's still going. She looks beautiful. Right. Absolutely beautiful. And she's, what, 78 I think somewhere she is. in there, yeah. and she looks like you know someone in their fifties, and it's because she's never let go. So there are things that people do that I do. I think it's funny in my studio. I have a green screen, and where I film, and there's a huge, huge gym piece in there where I work out. So one of these days, I'm gonna say, "Y'all think you know what you're looking at?" And I'm gonna <laughs> wheel around the room so you can say, "I work out in here, I film in here, I research in here." It's an office about as big as yours here, and I'm like, "It's it's about consistent behaviors." Why so, don't you do a YouTube video with you working out as you're talking about? I like probably there. will. That would be cool. But you know, it, and diet is important. I fall off the wagon. I love food, um, and when I was Cleaning up my act in my 20s, I was on a very restrictive diet for about 15, 20 years. I had no sugar. Because if I ate any sugar, and that meant chocolate, it's not chocolate doesn't break out, but the sugar, I would get breakouts. Mm. It's because I had so much pain with that illness. That's why there's a book about it. 
I gave up sugar completely. Now, I don't eat sugar on a regular basis now, but if I want ice cream, I will go get ice cream and I don't break out. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. I, I worked it long enough, got my, got my digestive system straightened out with probiotics, and then my diet is very... Cake, is yeah, <laughs> no. Don't eat the whole cake. Yeah. <laughs> but if I bust it too much in the holidays, uh-huh. I start getting bumps. Uh-huh. Like if I eat a bunch of candy and all that stuff. Love it all, but I've learned... There's there's so, a price to pay. Halloween so, is not a good one. No, <laughs> no. I, 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 I go out and I have a limited amount of stuff that I buy. And once it's gone, it's gone. Mm. Shamrock shakes, love them. I had two this year and that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't go have one of those every single day. No. There's no. 530 calories and there's about 40 teaspoons of sugar. In there. Oh, wow. Or okay. tablespoons. I forget which. But anyway, so diet's very important. Lots of water, making sure you're hydrated. You know, not taking showers that are a thousand degrees where you're stripping all the oil out of your skin. Mm-hmm. These are all the things I talk about on the channel. It's little things like that that mm-hmm. add up. And, uh, and lots of salads. I like, I'm fortunate. I love salads. I post them on Instagram and on Facebook all the time. I make these amazing salads. Sometimes I have, like, there's a great place down the street that grills chicken, and it's just. I can't get it right. I'm a good cook, and I can't get that to be like theirs. And they won't tell me what to do to it. I said, you're going to tell me it's not chicken, right? It's something else. <laughs> so I go and get the chicken, and I have it in the refrigerator, and I make these fabulous salads. I had one that I made Monday that was uh, leafy greens, uh, a fresh tomato, blueberries, the chicken. Uh, what else? I put something else in there. The meat was the protein in that one. Mm-hmm. There was something else I put in there. Walnuts remember. would be good. I do have walnuts. I do use those almonds, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try to make my big meal as often as I can, something like that, especially since I do intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. where you eat a lot in a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Salads fill me up, and then I can have more chicken or whatever. But I go to Mexican restaurants, or I did, <laughs> you know, now that things are opening up. I go to restaurants. I'm a very social person. I like to go out with my friends. I like to uh, enjoy my life. And after 50, there is this, well, really after 40, there's a switch that sort of gets thrown in you that's like, I'm going to enjoy my life. That's, you know, I'm going to go do these things, which I think is why the pandemic was hard on so many people at different levels, at different ages. Uh, because you've worked through your 20s, you've worked through your 30s, you've worked through your 40s. I mean, when I was on book tour, I didn't even see my house for two years. So to me, I'm not retired. Obviously, I love doing what I'm doing. I have a skincare, you know, I have a lot going on, but I like to socialize, which means I'm going to have a glass of wine somewhere. I'm going to have dinner out, a nice dinner. Um, I've learned to do those things for myself because that goes back to what you're saying. It's part of the whole feeling good about yourself and taking mm-hmm. care of yourself. Now, if you're going to do all this work on your skin, why would you sit in the house? <laughs> exactly. It's no. It's more fun for me to go out and people tell people, Dude, guess how old he is? He has a YouTube channel. Guess how old he is? And they never guess right. <laughs> they haven't guessed. No one's guessed my age right since I was 40. Really? Ever. But that's we, cool. My friends, we used to go to like giant theme parks. Mm-hmm. You know, like the one was the one in Ohio we went to all the time. The big one, I can't think. But anyway, Kennywood in Pittsburgh, and then the the one in uh, up in Ohio, the really big one. And they had the people that you got prizes if they get they always shoved me up there. <laughs> I want that prize. Go up there and make her guess your age, or and they would guess. You know, oh, 28, 33. And I'm like, nope. They get three guesses, I think, if I remember right. No, nope, higher, uh, thirty four. Now, twenty eight. Now, thirty four. And it became a thing. It's funny because they would win the prize. They would just throw the ruler down. I give up. You know, and then you'd show your driver's license. Yeah, you had to show your driver's yeah, license. Right. I'm not doing that on YouTube, by the way, so don't ask me to. <laughs> but, uh, but it was fun. Um, it, was, it was a lot of fun. So you do these things so you, it's part of your life. You know, taking care of yourself is self-love. It's self-care. It is nice sometimes to have the really expensive skincare product if it works and it is the ingredients are worth it to splurge on yourself for some of those things you know it's like i used to tell my mom i said well i don't i'm not a drunk so i don't spend money on that i don't smoke so i don't spend money on that so i spend money on skincare mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know i don't waste my money doing those other things so i'm going to spend it on what i like which is the skincare so it's paid off in 
she's not with us anymore, but I'm sure she's up there going, I knew he'd get, <laughs> I knew this would happen. <laughs> so, you know, and, and then there is, there is the important thing of recognizing when you have an issue with your skin uh, and finding out what you can do about it, like skin tears or, you know, those type of things you need to see. Oh, about, keratosis. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things. Um, a lot of people on blood thinners have issues. There are some things you can do. And blood you would think yeah, you lot. would think doctors would, like, address that too, but they're not. They address your heart problem or your blood clot problem. They don't think about that. You have to literally go to the dermatologist and say, look, I'm on whatever it is now. It used to be Coumadin. Uh-huh. Um, and I have this issue, and they can help you with that. There are things like vitamin K. There's things they can do to help with that. My mom did vitamin K shots back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, which helped her with that whole lot. She got skin tears, which were... Does vitamin B shots, does that also help? Vitamin us? B is important in your skin, but vitamin B is one of those vitamins you can get so easily from food, you really don't need a shot mm-hmm. if you just eat the right foods. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're eating salad, if you're eating leafy greens, dark greens, lean proteins, fruit... Uh, you're going to get enough vitamin B. And you can always take a supplement. It's right. not one of those things. I think the vitamin K probably was, looking back on it, it really was probably offsetting the cumin because vitamin K is a coagulator. It helps the blood coagulate so you don't bleed. Uh-huh. So, uh, But that was the answer to that issue back then. Yeah, that seems strange because the vitamin... K then would offset yeah Coumadin, so, so I don't know but this was the 80s and 90s so you know it's yeah. whatever yeah. Um, they've come out with a lot better blood thinners now that don't do as much damage, damage. to you yeah. uh, anymore but try to stay healthy so you don't get on those in the first place exactly I exactly. knock on wood and you have a lot of it in here and not on any drugs that's the first thing when I go for a physical what medications are you taking well first they come in and they go is this right? Your birthday? That's the first thing I always get if they don't know me. Uh-huh. The second thing is what medications you're on. I go none, none, right. nothing for blood pressure. Right. No, nope. nothing for, you know, cholesterol. No. Nope. Huh. Well, we won't take your blood. So <coughs> they take my blood and then they come back and they go, ah, oh, you don't need it. Okay. You don't need anything. Yeah, yeah. I get the same thing when I go for my physical. Yeah, because they just assume if you're over 40, you're on some drug. You're on it, yeah. They, they'll well, usually they say something like, you, you forgot this page. You know, list everything that you're taking. And I go, I'm not okay, taking Okay, I take collagen peptides right now, and I take a multivitamin. I do like gummies. I like I like omegas in a gummy because I don't like fish taste, so uh-huh. I take them that way. And they're like, no, we mean drugs. I'm, like, I'm not on any drugs. At all. At so, all. you yeah. know, so, uh, and I have a lot of friends in the medical community, and this is not to scare anybody or make, if you're on medications and you need them, it's absolutely fine. But the my medical friends have said, preserve for as long as you can, not having to be on a drug. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because it's so hard on your kidneys and other things. It just yeah. catches up with you eventually. If you, if you have to have them, you have to have them. And if I had to have them, I would take them, but... You know, it's I've been fortunate in trying to not. I have don't to think people understand that that your kidneys and your liver are, are what are processing any chemicals that are in your oh, body, yeah. and so if you're taking prescriptions, chronically, yeah. yeah, some of they've gotten better. I'm, you know, I lived through a period in the '90s and the and through the 2000s where we saw for, pharmaceutical companies started to have to give side effects on TV commercials, and I used to think that. It's not hilarious, but it was hilarious that you would have these glowing, beautiful commercials with the orchestration and the music and the visuals, and they're reading to you all of the side effects of this mm-hmm. drug, including death. Mm-hmm. And why would you want to take that? <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> uh, you know, so medications continue to, continue to evolve. I think it's amazing that we have a, a vaccine that's not killing people and causing birth defects. We know now that it's not. It's actually helping and working. That's a fact of science. That's mm-hmm. a wonderful mm-hmm. thing that we're to that point where we understand the human body enough and what happens when these viruses and things come in. I mean, they've almost got HIV completely cured. There are people that take medications right now. Is it still a cocktail? Is it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just know that they're 
there are people that are on medications that don't have it. They'll live out their full life. You know, mm-hmm. the first round of those, maybe people, other things went mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. Their kidneys failed. They went on steroids. They got, I lost a lot of friends who their weight just ballooned before they passed away because their body just shut down on those drugs. Matthew McConaughey was in an awesome movie, and I do not remember the name of it. It's probably 15 years old, where he had to lose 35 pounds to be an AIDS yeah, yeah, yeah I and then that. he was the one that went to Mexico and created the literally the cocktail that yeah. was going to save people. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean we do. I mean science is awesome, and when it's used appropriately for situations, the problem I've always had is that in many cases a doctor will say, "Here, take this. I think it would be good for you to have." And you don't ask any questions. Yeah. Don't ask any questions. So you need to know and, yeah. what's the long-term benefit, what's the long-term effects. Exactly. I want to get a second opinion. Right. Everybody knows somebody who knows somebody who knows another doctor who will give you a, a unofficial take on that. Mm-hmm. I just the medical community is really good about that sort of thing. Doctors, nurses, they can't prescribe, yeah, they can't, but they can tell you what they've seen. So, I just found out something that I thought was totally fascinating, and it wasn't from the doctor. Um, I'm a little bit on the anemic side right now, and we kind of pinned it to, you know, it could be a couple of things, and I'm going to have it checked out. But a nurse that was at the facility where, um, you know, I went, uh, she said, you know, after the age of 50, in many, many cases, a female's ability to create iron from food or otherwise kind of stops and people go on iron supplements and she said the fact that you have not been on anything up until now is quite amazing my mom took iron i remember those tablets the little red tablets little red ones yep yep you get a a time release and i I can remember telling the doctor i don't understand why i need iron because i eat a steak every night <laughs> well, yeah, and, it, and it's the ability of your body to actually right. create yeah. it from, from what you're eating. Yeah, so so um, I didn't know those things, and had the nurse not told me, yeah. I mean, I think I, I mean, have yeah, they, they can't, they, they won't tell you whether you should take something or not, but they a lot of times can give you some, some uh, outside looking in type of, mm-hmm. I mean, thank goodness for that, for the, for the pandemic, because most of what we learned what was going on with people in hospitals and how deadly it was came from the nurses telling the family and getting out the news that way. So, you know, there's, like I said, benefit everything. To bring this home, though, this whole point of this is skincare is the same way. It's evolving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are, like a video coming out Friday on skincare acids that will work for mature, sensitive skin where people cannot use glycolic acid, have issue with retinol, their skin just cannot take it. So there are things like azelaic acid, trans-examic acid um, that can help lighten age spots, but the skin tolerates it very well, especially people with mature skin or very sensitive skin. Or thinning skin. I I was testing the azelaic acid out last night. I'm very allergic to mosquito bites. There's one thing. I'm not allergic to much, but when they bite me, I get a bump. It's like a a quarter-sized mark. Oh, really? Right away? I've always had that. So I was playing, I'm working on the video for Friday and I had the azelaic acid in the serum. It was niacinamide, vitamin C serum, vitamin C niacinamide, azelaic acid. I thought, you know what, this it is itching really bad. I'm going to try this on there because it's good for eczema mm-hmm. and rosacea. People with redness, this oh, acid wow. is amazing. So cool. I took it and I just massaged it in and went back to working and then I went, oh, it was. I don't even have a mark anymore. You do not. There's not a red mark at all. So it's like wow. So I wrote uh, another YouTuber who's famous, Susan Yara, who's behind the skincare line that that product came from, and I said, Susan, your product is really. I love this stuff. It's amazing. But did you know that it works on mosquito bites? <laughs> she goes, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> I said it really worked on my mosquito bites. So now I've used camphor and all the other things that. And it didn't and work. As those well. work. Mm-hmm. You know, but they kind of burn your, you know, they burn and you put them on. It's can't, I mean, it's like a spot treater. I wonder if it'd work on, like down here in Florida and probably Texas, they have those know. red ants. Yeah. I wonder oh, if it'd work I on that. just like red ants. I don't like fire ants. But um, I don't know. But I know that for the mosquito bite, for my skin's reaction to it, mm-hmm. cut it off. Just in minutes, it was completely gone. That's I'm like, awesome. that's crazy. So. That product is not designed for that. It is not labeled for that, but it is a thing. I discover things with skincare stuff all the time mm-hmm. that it does other things that it may not be labeled for. So, 
you know, I knew that it worked. The reason it occurred to me is I knew that it worked well for people with rosacea and eczema, which is an inflammatory skin disease. And that's that's what inflammatory. And let me just tell you, it worked amazingly well. So, and it's cheap, $7 for that product. So I'm really trying to find good skincare products that cost less because it really is, and I say this on the channel all the time, it's really about the ingredients and their effectiveness over brand name and price. Mm-hmm. So whether it's something I formulated or Susan's formulated or someone out there has formulated, it's the ingredients and how your skin reacts with those active ingredients. Not every skincare acid works for everybody. And the other thing that I always try to get across, which we touched on a couple of times, is that you've got to give things time to right. work. You right. cannot, this is not sudden change in a bottle that crap they sold. Oh, hope nobody's buying that still. That crap they sold 20 years ago, that the woman put it on and her circles and her puffiness completely disappeared. No. <laughs> I tried that. My, my godmother had it in the bathroom. Again, I was a skincare freak back then and I loved her. Because she had money, and she had a bathroom as big as this office, and it was just lined with skincare products. Oh, my gosh. Far as the eye could see. And I recognized the bottle of Sudden Change, and I asked her, I said, I want to try this stuff and see if it does anything, because I don't touch circles. I said, I want to see if it does anything. She goes, it doesn't do anything. I paid $45 for that on as seen on TV. It doesn't do anything. So she had this huge room. Well, I get it true. <laughs> so I might say, you get it true. Full skincare products. It was so much fun to play with those. Some of them were really, really expensive. And she told me back then, the most effective things I use don't cost as much money. I get it in Neiman's, mm-hmm. but usually it does it without exception of Strivectin. Their products are really good. Those formulations, they're expensive. You have to get them at Macy's or online, and they're usually 80 to 100 bucks, but they're good. My mom was using that um, before she passed away. And not to be morbid or anything, but the, the people that prepare you for the funeral said your mother doesn't look anywhere near her age on her face even though she had all those skin issues Uh uh again that's another because she was someone born in the 30s that knew to take care of this right 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 so this did she had no plastic surgery or anything did not she have one wrinkle on her face not one and it's because she used she was very religious with her skincare didn't wear a lot of heavy makeup lipstick eyeshadow and, and maybe an eye pencil was about it for her. Mm-hmm. I don't even think she wore mascara. I don't remember her wearing that. But, you know, beautiful lady and took care, good care How of her skin. How old was she when she died? 75. Okay. So, yeah, she just wore out. But, so, <clears throat> that, the only thing we haven't really talked about is the lifestyle changes. We talked a little bit about mm-hmm. that and that's mm-hmm. fitness, mm-hmm. working out, making sure you watch your weight, no great big weight gains, no great big weight losses because you're going to stretch your skin out and get stretch marks, which, I have a video on that too. Um, so it really is trying to so just be. So for pregnant women that gained a lot of weight during pregnancy. Yeah, I talk about that in that video. The if it's an old stretch mark, stretch marks are easier to prevent, like mm. most things on the skin, mm. than to correct. Than to. But you can um, have plastic surgery like tummy lifts, butt lifts, those things that will pull the skin tighter. Mm-hmm. You still need to like take care of it. You know, that happens because that, again, is our skin protecting us. Mm -hmm. Stretch marks actually come from the collagen and elastin separating under the outer skin layer Mm -hmm. as we stretch it. So guys that work out, a lot of times get those lines right there on their pecs. Mm -hmm. Women get them on the thighs. If you've gained a lot of weight, you've been on steroids and you lost a lot of weight or something like that too fast, your skin can't keep up. It stretches Mm -hmm. so it doesn't rip. So what would you rather have, the stretch mark or a rip? rip. (laughs) I'd take the stretch mark any day. So they're there for a reason, and you can do, if they're newer, there are some things I talk about in the video. Microneedling seems to help. There are some laser laser technologies in skincare. It just gets better every year, the things Mm -hmm. they can do in offices. Oh, well, Uh, I think dermatology has come light years. Yeah, because it used to be slap this on and take an antibiotic. Right. Dermatitis, slap this on and take an antibiotic. (laughs) I was like, is there anything else we can do? (laughs) You know, and now now there are all these, you know, there's some really good plastic surgeons like Dr. Yoon, which is up in, I watch his channel. He's a holistic plastic surgeon, Mm. and he tries to help people avoid the surgeries. Mm-hmm. He's not after your money to get a surgery done, but if you need one, it's like me. I agree. If you need something corrected and it's making you crazy, go get it corrected. You can afford it. Go get it corrected. There's nothing wrong with that. But he also talks a lot about retinol and vitamin C, a lot of things that I talk about mm-hmm. that I've used over the years and I'm living proof. Right. 
You know, he's trying to preach to people that, you know, that are younger or that are starting to see these issues. And I'm telling you, if you want an example of what he can do for you, you're not going to look like you did at 30. I don't want to look like I did at 30. I look at those in 40. I'm like, like oh, I need to work out more. You know, it's okay. But I like how I look now. Mm-hmm. I look healthy and I have a lot of energy. That's another thing I hear. Nobody in their 50s has that much energy. Then you're not eating right. Right. Or right. you're not doing something because there's you shouldn't be feeling slow. I know people in their 80s that don't feel slow. Right. And a lot of I mean, they have to be do. careful what they do. They're not going to be yeah. on the roof cleaning out a gutter, but <laughs> well, well, some not. of them do. Hopefully But not. yeah, this doesn't mean you slow down. Mm-mm. No. That's right. energy. That Your body produces the energy it needs to get you around and mobility and stuff unless you do something. And catastrophic things happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying things don't happen to people. But if you don't have something that's happening to you and you're feeling just really worn down, that's a signal. Mm-hmm. You need to take a look at what you're doing. You may mm-hmm. have to adjust your hours. You may have to adjust your job. You Stress. may have to t- look at what you're eating or you're not eating enough. Mm-hmm. Rest mm-hmm. is a big one. It is. It it's is. too much rest, too. There are people that sleep too much and people that sleep too little. So, you know, you want that rest, though, because your body's repair cycle happens at night, including yes. for your skin. Right. Most of our cells in our body are regenerated when we're at rest because the focus is off all that other stuff, keeping us out of the line of traffic and all the other things that you have to do. Your body is recuperating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, think of, even if they needed, you know, melatonin or, you know, something yeah. to help them. It's better to do that than be restless all day. Yeah, one of the I think one of the things a doctor told me that they induce comas for people think they induce them a lot of times because of pain. They don't want the person to be conscious. Well, usually if you're having to have a coma induced, you're pretty much done. <laughs> the body's able to heal better uh-huh. when you're in that state. Exactly. Like that's that. why they do it. Well, and and that's why they did it with a lot of the COVID patients. You know, they realized that uh, being on a respirator wasn't the best idea. But if they could get them to rest, yes, your body can. Then it your body it really helps your immune system. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much time we have left, but we've covered a lot. We have covered <laughs> a lot. We've got uh, time to kind of wind it up. Okay. One of the things that I do want them to share, and it will be on, um, you know, as far as if they go listen to you on Spotify or Apple Podcast mm-hmm. or one of the platforms, I always put the link, you know, to your show so right. but you know explain how they would find you on youtube yeah easy chris gibson <laughs> you're typing and now if you type in skincare i come up which is really great that is awesome so, so now yeah. i'm a keyword for that especially if you type anything to do with aging uh-huh. i come up i don't know sure so how i feel i don't feel skincare. don't know how i feel about that one but okay yeah. uh, well I chris gibson i will show up chris gibson live is the channel name uh-huh. um and if you have a specific issue that you want a video from me on, I've probably done it already. So all you have to do in the search bar on YouTube, when you go to YouTube, type in their search bar. Mm-hmm. You can do it on Google, too. It'll come up that way. And just type in Chris Gibson and whatever the issue is. So Chris Gibson acne, Chris Gibson saggy skin, Chris Gibson age spots, are lovely things that are all attached to me <laughs> online now. So you can type in my name and the issue and mm-hmm. generally the videos the we'll videos pop up. pop up. I've done one on just about every subject. Um, not, not all of them, but most of them I've touched on. Mm-hmm. So, and then they can always join my blog, my skincare community, which is Skin So Fabulous. You type that in, it comes up first thing on Google. And there, it's free, mm-hmm. and you can direct message me with questions, and I usually get to them within a couple of days. Um, Everybody helps each other out on there. I give away tons of skincare on there. We do something all the time to give away skincare products, and it's just fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. So it's a, it's a good it's a good resource. Well, I um, really appreciate you being on the show. I always sure. love having you here. You're a wealth of information. Um, the other thing I want to just briefly ma- uh, mention, and it has nothing to do with your skincare line, but you did a book trailer for me with my book, The Adventures of Miss Twigs oh, yeah, and Company. Right. And so if there's anybody listening that wants to look gorgeous and wants to maybe be receiving a book award at some point in the future, mm-hmm. contact Chris for that because the uh, book trailers are quite amazing and they help present your book in a totally different light uh, than just book reviews. So, I mean, you're a man of multiple talents and yeah. I don't want to... 
uh, I Miss... Put, I put that video, that video skills, those video skills to work. Yes, <laughs> yes sure you have. You have. All right. Well, thank you again for being a guest. Love having you here. You'll be back in about four months. We'll have something brand new to talk about at that point. So everybody go out there and make this your very best life. And uh, join me again the next time for the Synergy Connection Show. Thanks, guys. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one -on -one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.